yo, yo, what up, guys? Happy Thanksgiving. And it's been a, a minute. It's been a while since you heard my voice on a Thursday, guys. You were listening to the world famous Behind the Baller podcast coming to you in 100% HD, high definition stereo sound, live from Hollywood on Thanksgiving Day. We got a special treat for you guys. Listen, man, today on a special episode of BTB, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pat Perez joining me, a longtime PGA pro turned live golfer. We chop it up about all things live from sneakers to JDM cars and a lot more. We recorded this episode in Chicago before I played my first live pro-am. Great interview. You hear the Lakey Lake. Enjoy the episode, guys. Today's guest, we got the legend, Pat Perez. Pat, welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Fucking amazing, bro. (laughs) This is crazy, right? This is insane. We're here at Rich uh, Harvest Farms in uh, Sugar... What? Sugar Grove. Sugar Grove, Illinois. I just only know because I saw the sign. Yeah, I I keep messing (laughs) it up. You know what I'm saying? We're out here uh, for the live tourney. What's good, man? Everything. Yeah, you excited for this week? Absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. Every every week is, is like a new, you know, major for me, kind of, because... I don't play majors anymore, but, uh, you know, but everything, it, it, our thing is um, we, we have a blast. We have a blast every week. Couldn't be any better. Yeah, man. I'm excited to play tomorrow, you know. Yeah. Um, who are you playing with? Um, playing with Bubba and Kevin Na. Oh, Korean nice. Power. Kevin, That's Korean right. Power. I walked the putt in. <laughs> I walked the putt in. Yeah, so, dude, I'm, you know, I'm super new in golf out of the crew. Um, I picked it up in, like, like six days a week now. That's awesome. You know, like that's how it usually goes. That's how we look at uh, DJ Khaled. Same thing. Yeah. Didn't play, and then now he plays everything. I played his pro am a couple weeks ago, and it was yeah. unbelievable. It was I couldn't a blast. make it. I talked to Lenny, and I was like, "Yo, bro, like, I wanted to get out there." And, but it's and so smoke. cool who he brought out and who oh, he had for out. Sure, I mean, for it, was, sure. it was an unbelievable event. He's the nicest guy. He sent me a message, and the whole. I mean, he he is so cool. It was Khaled is the super coolest dude. I've known him Phenomenal. for like two decades. It He's was so super awesome. cool guy. And like, um, I have a tournament, it was April, it was amazing. You know, George is up there, yep. Bieber, everyone. It was, it was a lit thing. And basically, you know, again, we've been talking about growing the game and I have such a big following. I was like, look, I just want to make it accessible. Right. You know, and um, I don't, I'm not a politic dude. I'm not, a, not in politics at all. No, when I mean either. that, I mean that in like, I don't care what brand it is, whatever. Yeah. I don't care what flag you got outside of, tar- I'm going to Target. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm going to Target regardless. It doesn't mean I support anything. I just, my you're kids go to Target. That's yeah. where you're going. You know, so yeah, I'm excited. I was gonna ask you, man. You got any tips for me tomorrow? I never played this course before. Like for you got to hit the fairway. Rust a little bit long, but uh, the course is phenomenal. It's unbelievable shape. I mean, it really. Like, do you see how good this green is? It's just like that. Out oh, there. dude. The fairways are unbelievable. The, the course is unbelievable shape. There's not many members, so you know they and they have a great budget. So the course is literally unbelievable. You're gonna love it. It's oh, phenomenal. Nice. And you can play with tomorrow? two cool guys. I got uh, Andrew Santino. He's a lakeside guy. Redhead guy. Oh, yeah, that's my yeah, boy. Yeah, of course. That's my dog. Yeah, he's, com- yeah, he's yeah. coming tomorrow. And then I don't know who the uh, – I'm only playing nine holes, so I got him. I don't know who else is in the group. But uh, I got him tomorrow for sure. And I don't know. I don't know who he's got after that. I can't, yeah, man. I, got, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, these greens aren't running the same as the one at the court. The course is running course like fast. ice skate, like yeah, 13. Exactly. <laughs> I was like – dude, I literally was like – Exactly. Boop. That thing was yeah, no, they're 30, fast. 40 feet. They're fast. So, yeah, man, you know – um. Switching gears, man. I was just curious, like, you know, and I wanted your input. What attracted you to live? Well, a lot of things. You know, I'm, I'm older. You know, I played the tour for 21 years. I started playing the Canadian tour. I drove from Victoria Island, which is left of Vancouver, drove all the way to Ottawa one summer. 
did that for literally no money, just for experience really. Went to Q school. I uh, finished 150th that year in Q school. That's back when you know we had Q school. So I wasn't gonna get any starts till I got, you know, basically till summer. But I had status on the, you know, basically Canada again, but I was gonna go to buy.com. So I drive all the way up to Canada in June to start. I get to Vancouver on Monday and I get a call from the tour said, hey, your number's up. You're in Scranton, Pennsylvania this week. Well, I got my car. I live in California. Right. I can't leave my car in Canada and then fly there, you know, so I drive all the way home, 20 hours straight, get on a plane the next morning, fly all the way to Scranton, Pennsylvania, and that kind of starts. So I finished fourth, and then, you know, my, in my, like, fourth tournament after that, and then I won one, and then I go to Q School in 01, and I, I won Q School, I've been, I was on tour ever since. So, you know, I, I did a long time. I, I played the tour, it was phenomenal, I had a great time, met a lot of people, played 515 events, won three times, never lost my job. You know, and then this thing started to come around. You know, the thing is, I didn't really have any any talks with them, but I got a call from DJ. He had just signed. He goes, "Hey, man, I want you to be on my team. I got something for you." That I'm like, "Yeah, let me let me see what it looks like." You know, and you know, I was getting old. I'm 40. I was 46 at the time. I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna grind this out till I'm 50." And then they they started talking this these numbers. I'm like, "Damn, bro, this could, this shit could take me <laughs> by the time I'm 50. I could be done. I wouldn't have to play the champ tour or whatever. Play any longer if I don't want to. You know, I got two young kids and all thing. There was a lot of things that factored in. You know, I didn't. I was nervous. You know, I was nervous about leaving the tour and right. You know, what was going to happen and what if it didn't happen and this and that. But I'm telling you, it's the uh, most unbelievable decision I've ever made. You know, it was a risky one, but um, no, you made the right bet. It was. It worked out. At my age, it worked out. If I was younger, if I was 28, 25, you know, somewhere there, I, I might have been. I might not have gone. Right. Just because you know, no one knew what the hell was going to happen with right. it. But at my age. It's like, here, we're basically going to give you retirement now, but you still get to play for $25 million every week. And all your expenses are covered. You're on a team. You fly in, you know, G650s, all this crap, and oh, man. all this shit. And, you, you, you know, and DJ's my captain. I get to play with Reed and PU Line, and you got a whole other group here. I'm like, you know, I was sketchy at first, but it, it's been most, it's so unbelievable. I can't tell you. It's been, it's been amazing. And, you know, but that was the thing. It was, I was at the age... I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go for so it. you tell me, I'm going to go for it. You know, if someone offers me that kind of money yeah. up front, I'm like, I'm th- you know, as I started down, I'm thinking this money going, fuck, man, I have to play nice. Yeah. I got to play real nice, but I'm going to get this now. I don't have to play nice. I get it now, and then if I play nice, I can make that much more. You know, and everybody's like, oh, you golfers, that's not. But then you look at every other sport, and all this shit's guaranteed. Like, you know, you got guys in the NBA now, they're making 12. They're sitting on the bench and 15, you know, this. Oh, and bro, those guys oh man, that guy, didn't get, oh, that guy didn't get a deal. He only got four years, 84. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? You know, so, you know, it's, it's changed kind of the narrative in golf where, you know, everyone says, oh, they don't play for the money and all this crap. That's fucking bullshit. Everyone plays for something. Everyone plays for the money. Fuck if you don't yeah. want the money, don't take it. Yeah, You know, don't take it, you know. Um, I don't know. And the thing is, you know, like I said, I had a great time on tour. They don't owe me anything. I don't know them anything. We had a, we, you know. And I just, I made a decision and I, and I went and it's been, uh, for me, it's been unbelievable. And I, I really, you know, I couldn't be any happier where I'm at right now. Well, you know, sidebar, not take away from you at all. Anytime I talk, you know, I'm friends with a lot of, a lot of tour players. And they always say like, yo, man, I miss DJ so much, man, or yeah. everything. I was like, oh, dude, love Dustin. Um, there's this weird bullshit thing that I believed in. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not a rumor. It was a, what do you call it? It's a, not a, what the fuck was it? It was just basically something that people believed that the 54 holes and the 72 holes yeah. are a huge difference. And then 
the masters came <laughs> and right. the leaderboard was you know saying that, like, that, see that was unbelievable the fact that brooks almost won and then phil, phil finished second and reed finished fourth yeah and you know everyone gave phil so much shit about he can't play anymore and he can't do this and he's you know basically this this outcast now and he can't play four rounds and he shoots the lowest round this fourth day and finishes tied second basically just shut everybody the fuck up which was great do you feel like the extra day would change your game today? No, or would it shit, we can play, we only play 14 weeks. Yeah. So yeah, we can add another day. And the thing is like I asked, you know, everybody, I said if we can get world ranking points and we have to play another day, fine. It's not a big deal. I played 515 events, I've made, I've made 335 cuts times 72 holes, that's how many rounds I play. It's not a big deal. You but know, people are really making not. that as an excuse. Oh, yeah. well, there's a whole bunch, yeah. They, people have a lot of things for, why this isn't supposed to happen. For one, they're mad about the money yeah. and all this other stuff. It's jealousy more than anything. And, oh, you guys don't count and this and that. Well, Brooks won a major. Does that count? That counts. He just won a major. Yeah. He came second yeah. and then yeah. came back and so, whooped that ass, that, right? That so was the, funny. So that counts, you know. So, I, you know, but the, the only thing, you know, not that I want to get into the merger or anything, but the only thing the merger really did, whether people believe it or not, is they legitimized us. By them taking what they call blood money or all this other crap they want to talk about, right? But the fact that the tour took the money now, it legitimizes us. It makes people, it should make people realize that, hey, these guys, obviously, you know, there's something going on if the tour is going to take the deal. Bro, LeBron tweeted, oh, Saudi starting a basketball league? Right. I'm gone. He couldn't have been there fast enough. Yeah. He was there, he was there immediately. Bro, you know, my the biggest clients since I've been making jewelry for almost 20 years are Saudis. So it's like, I don't, yeah. I mean, look, we're not going to get into all that. No, um, no, but I, I get it. You know, we were called terrorists and you're not for 9-11 and you're not American. I'm like, guys, I play fucking golf. Yeah. A deal comes Dustin around. Dustin Johnson is American. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, he on, is. He's, and I'm like, guys, look, I get it. I understand you don't like this. whatever, whatever. I said, an offer came in front of me. It can kind of solidify the rest of my life. My, I got a five and two year old. You know, I'm, I'm helping them. I'm, I play golf. Yeah. Okay. It, it is what it is. I understand some people don't like whatever, but, but to, you know, from then, you know, Monaghan to come out and talk about 9 11 and that, and apologize. It's like, you guys are going too far. You're going too far, you know, and it sucks because we got called everything in the book, everything in the book. And it's, it's unfortunate because I love America more than anything. I'm involved with, the, with my dad in a program in San Diego. We have over a thousand vets in our program. Nice. You know, and they, I talked to a lot of them last Monday. Our event was on 9-11. Right. And no one comes up and says, hey, man, I can't believe with the Saudis. <laughs> None of that shit happened. None of that shit happened. And I tell them all the time, I said, look, you know, they're like, oh, man, you're you know, my hero. And I said, guys, I'm not a fucking hero. I can tell you right now. You guys. You guys are the heroes. You vets, you are the heroes. You, you did what you did so that I can play golf yeah. for a living. I said, you guys are the heroes. So don't ever forget that. But, you know, it's unfortunate kind of way it was all spun. But, uh, you know, I think people are starting to realize that, um, you know, hopefully they can go one way and we just go our way and everybody's happy. And, you know, I just think it died down, the bullshit. So that was like nice. Well, the thing is, there's no animosity of men amongst the players. Like I see, you know, players at my club at home and DJ sees his guys at home. And no one's like, we're not enemies. Yeah. The media has made it that way. Everybody on Golf Channel has kind of made it that way. We're like, you know, no one gets along anymore. And, you know, you guys don't count because you only play 54. But no, we just are doing a different thing. We're just doing a different deal. Well, speaking of that, how do you feel like, like having team play now? Is that I like love it? the team thing. Yeah, I love the team thing. Because, you know, when you're... That's futuristic. Yeah, it's a, it's a deal. What does everybody get behind in this country? Teams. Yeah. They all have their home team. Can't wait to watch the Lakers. Cowboys or the yeah. Lakers yeah. or the Knicks or whatever it is. They're all behind that. No matter where they are in the country, 
whether they moved or whatever it is, they're all about team. So the, the cool thing about our deal is we have this team concept. We still have individual, but we have this team concept. And for me, I, you know, I've been around, a lot of my friends played on, you know, in every league, you know, and I always was kind of with them and for them, but I never got my own deal. I never got to be part of it. Now that I'm part of this team and DJ's my captain, it's like, it's like extra incentive, incentivize me to play better. Like for I got, sure. you I got this cap, like I want to play well for my guys. Of course I want to play well for me too, but I'm like, man, I want to play good for cap and, and the other guys, I don't want to let them down. And you know, but it's like a second half of my career that's gonna be kind of a shorter thing, four or five years, whatever it's gonna be. But you know, I did all this over here for 25 years and now I got like this new venture where I get to play for a team and, and have fun and play less and this. I mean, it's just a whole different deal, but it's so cool. No, for sure, man. It's so cool. So switching gears on a whole different direction now, right? I come from a major sneaker background. Yeah. When you get the original sneaker community, I'm there, OG, you know, had the crazy sneakers, had the eBay dunk, they're supposed to be a one-on-one, whatever, boom. Yeah. Got into a fallout with Nike, didn't wear Nike for eight or nine years, and they sent me some Yeezys, Kanye's my boy. It was like a, you know, a, a OG community, right? So you don't ever see golf people pop up on sneaker pages. Right. Um, one day, <laughs> I'm going through the Explore page, and I didn't look at the face. I was like, wait, man, no, someone just made some 11 lows with some, with some spikes. And I was like, no, wait a second, I heard you talking. Tell me about these one-on-one Jordan 11s, those white and blue joints, the navy there's, joints. Well, actually, I got a bunch of them. So uh, there's another guy that's involved. His name is uh, Jacques, and he goes in a Kustu under his... Um, he does all kinds of stuff. He was, he was, I know you're talking about, yeah. He was all over Finau. Like, oh, man, Finau's got the joints. He's got this shit. He's the only golfer. I go, bro, I got a wall full of one-on-ones in the golf business. I mean, what are you talking about here? He goes, well, you got to send me something. I go, I got the only four cement golf shoe with the tiger bottom with yeah. the Jumpman on the bottom. I got two of those. That says Nike on the bottom. Yeah. I got another 12 each in white and black cement with those. I just wore the 35 whites today, custom bottom, black ones I got tomorrow. You'll see them tomorrow. Okay. But yeah, the white and navy joints, those but are I official. Those, too. I got those are real Jordan those. brand ones, though. Those yeah, are... they, they send me those. I've been signed with the brand for seven years. How did that start? Did you meet MJ? Like so, yeah, funny enough, so... Uh, I got to meet him, um, you know, back in the day, and then he sent me a text when I won. Well, actually, I won. So when I came back from surgery, I, I bought the trainers that came out for 350 bucks. I'm like, fuck, I don't even care. I'm going to buy them, and I want to wear them. Because they were coming out when he was just starting the trainers, right, the red and black ones. And then I won that tournament in the black and white trainers. And, you know, everyone started kind of commenting on them. I'm like, fuck, you know. So then I win in the, I, I was playing in the sixes, and I won in the Air Force Ones with that same Tiger Bottom. Okay. That they, you know, that they made for. Yeah. And I took a picture. And I was on. I took a knee, and then MJ, we're on the plane. I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Korea for the next tournament, and MJ sent me a text. Said, hey man, congrats, da da da. You know, happy for him. I'm like, fuck man, I'm gonna go for it here. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm gonna go. Hey man, I fuck. I said, you know, obviously, I appreciate. it. I said, is there any chance I can get a deal? Any chance? He goes, what are you looking for? I go, I just want to shoot a deal. I just love to be fucking part of the brand. I've been collecting forever. I'm in that, you know, I'm 47 now. I'm in the zone when he- Right, right, you know, for sure, come I, on. I've been around. I fucking love your shit. I mean, every time, so I didn't really ever buy shoes until I made a big check. When right. I made, and, you know, growing up, so then when I made a big check, I'd go buy the secondhand market price and start collecting, like the shit that only he played in. Yeah. You know, the, like the real shit, 114 that he no, played for in. Sure. And I started collecting those and I, I never wear them. I still have a pair of 88s. Uh, the cements that I never, I just never wore, and I put them on one day and I fucking broke them. Yeah, of course, the air's gonna pop. They just, they just, it just sucked. So he goes, Yeah, man, I got you. So fuck, a little bit later down that year, 
I get this goddamn contract. It's got nice. that little jump man in the left corner. I still have, I got a picture on my phone. Nice. And I almost started crying. I'm like, fuck, this is unbelievable. And then boxes started showing. And I started taking pictures because, you know, the box come like this, right? Yeah. And I have them standing on them like this. And there's fucking just 14 boxes that showed up of all kinds of shit. It's driving my wife crazy now because <laughs> there's so much shit. So I built a shoe room. I built a shoe room that has thick glass and it's a black epoxy floor. It's got an eight foot jump man on the bottom of it. And I built 17 stack and it holds 636 in there. And then I built a garage down the bottom, 35 feet by 12 rack. And both sides are, are covered. And I got a whole bunch of shit upstairs and clothes everywhere and this and that. But damn, you know, it's, um, damn. it's a, what size shoe are you? 11 and a half. Oh, I'm an 11. Damn, I didn't man. bring anything good. I didn't know we were fucking nah, man, sitting. I thought chilling. we were sitting down. But these my, are my bad, man. It's these all are good. My, these are my new. I'm so, these are so comfy. Hey, at our age, bro, it's by comfort. Bro, I'm all comfort now. That's all it is. I used to do it all, but I, I, I love comfort. But anyway, so then these shit started showing up. And then my man, Jordan Gray, started ordering me some customs. I started getting these fun golf shoes. And all of a sudden, I got a, like a 15 rack of, of custom 11s. I got a, it was a cloth, and there was a patent leather white. And I got the black and white and the blue and white. And I'm like, fuck, this is unbelievable. I said, where'd these come from? He goes, I had them made for him. So I got like 12 pairs of 11 golf shoes that never were released because they have the tiger bottom on them, yeah. but with the jump mat. And I started getting the 35s. And then my four started showing up. And then, and then the one started showing up. I'm like, this is fucking unbelievable. So I got more of this shit. I can't even get myself to wear, you know, a lot of them. Like I broke out the 35s today because, you know, Chicago, I had to come with something correct. No, for sure. So, do you got any funny stories with MJ on a golf course? No, not any I would repeat. Um, <laughs> no, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't bother him too much. He's, you know, I send him a text every, you know, every couple months. Hey, man, just appreciate you so much. Yeah. Thanks for letting me be part of the brand. I text him on his birthday and Thanksgiving. I said, you know, I've told him, bro, you have no idea what it's like. I mean, I, I know that you, you maybe have an idea and you're you, but I said, you don't know what it's like being a kid growing up in your era, you know, he was, he was the guy. Come on, bro. You know, he's Still the guy. Still is the guy. You know? know, and the thing is, Tiger, Tiger's two months older than I am. And he's not necessarily my idol, not because he's not the greatest player that's ever touched a golf club. It's just, we're kind of the same age. I didn't right. really. I, no, that's hard to be. I yeah. grew up with him every step yeah. of the way. And obviously he became the greatest thing that's ever been around. But with MJ, it was different, yeah, right? No, it was, sure. it was, it was just different. So for me to get a contract and start getting shoes and then getting custom shit and getting all the gear that goes with it, every Travis Scott collection, everything that's going on with everything, Balvin's, all this shit, it's like, yeah. this is unbelievable. I mean, for me, because my first pair of shoes, I don't know if he got this, but I did a story in the Players' Tribune. The first pair of Jordans I ever got, I got out of a trash can. So a kid that had them on, he was done with them, and he threw them away, and it was a cement four. So the cement fours means the most to me because I wore them until literally the shit fell off. And then all of a sudden, I got that Jordan 4 golf shoe with that bottom. I almost started crying. So yeah. the center of my entire collection in my, in my, you know, my wall in my the custom room, there's a, the original cement four there and then the custom golf shoe is on the other side, right in the middle. Is that's, like my, that's like my center of the whole deal. That's what means the most to me. And some people, you know, a lot of people don't get it or they don't, you know, they think it's nah, crazy bro. What whatever. Do you mean? But and even these new Travis Scott golf shoes that come out in December. Yeah, I got them in the car. Oh shit, we gotta take a pic. <laughs> yeah, that, well, they're in the box, but I, I got nah, them. It's all good. I, I, just, I just got them today. Just some sample pairs have been served. I know that December drop. But yeah, oh, by the way, man, shout out to Jay Balvin. Jose, I love you. You know that already. He's one of my biggest clients. You know, he sent me the shoes, and you know, they've been, yeah, the, the black ones I want real bad, but yeah, I got the. I got yeah, the, I'm the, hoping the, I get the black. <laughs> yeah, no. He, how you send? 
Jose, you send Khaled a pair, you don't sell me? Come on, bro, I'm your OG. But no, um, that's dope because we relate there, plus we're close in age. Yeah. The last thing threw me off, because, you know, I never really watched a lot of golf. It's been around all my life. My mom's played it, all like my, my dad, you know, um, my mom was on the tour going uh, with her goddaughter, you know what I'm saying, and this and that, and Koreans play golf all the yeah, time. Yeah, oh yeah, they love it over there. And, God, and I just damn, they love it. didn't care. Oh, they love it beyond. We played that clubs. CJ Cup over there. Oh yeah, I mean, come They on, are man. like this. It was phenomenal culture. Yeah. So, you know, um, I go to your page. I'm like, okay, golf shit, you know, shoes here. I see a Nismo, I see a R34. I'm like, wait a minute, now my dog don't know about a skyline. Like, Well, I got 35 too. You got 35 too? And I'm, so I'm, my wife doesn't know this, maybe she won't see this, but I'm working on getting what I consider the big five from the 90s. Right. So it was a Supra, the RSX, the yeah, Nissan 300X, and then I want, I had the 34 now and I got the 35, but, and I also want the NSX. Right. So every time I start scrolling through pictures, like, what are you looking at? What do you, what do you think about getting out? Because I mean, I've already got eight cars. I got shit everywhere. I got nowhere to put anything. I got all these clothes and shoes and shit everywhere. And she's like, where the fuck can you put all these goddamn cars? I'm like, I don't know. But that's, that's like my thing. I, you know, I, I could never afford any of this shit growing up. And then, Same, I was broke. You know, and that was the 90s. Yeah. So when I'd see someone pull up in the RX-7 even, oh. which was the lower, like as far as yeah, money-wise, exactly. yeah. but like an NSX, oh. like that was so far beyond so my reach. Far. Even I the was, Supra was fucking yeah. 60 grand. I mean, I, w I didn't have any money then. You know what I mean? I was coming up seeing people and I was like, fuck, man. So, you know, the first time I made money, I bought a Ferrari. And, you know, at one point, That's I, had right. I got a 430 right out of the gate. I got a 360, you know, Challenge Stradale, right? Yeah. Out the gate. I've always had Ferraris, had stuff, always had crazy cars. Even though JDM is how I grew up, yeah. I never went back to it. And then six years ago, I bought a Hakusuka. No shit. You know what I'm saying? So I bought a 71 Skyline. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, this thing was such a fucked up car to drive. Right. And then my boy was like, hey man, you need to go to Motor X. First of all, you, you, you need to go see my boy Kenji. You need to go check out this R34. Yeah. It's just pure, bro. I just put mine in the shop. So I got my, I got my 35. It just dynoed at almost 1,500 wheel. And then the 34 I put in the shop, it's going to be single turbo. I've got it all modernized. It's going to be almost 1,100 wheel. Would you, right would hand you, drive uh, stick. Right hand drive, right? Yeah. It's all Japanese. Yeah. But I'm changing it. So it's going to be, it's going to be Motec inside, and it's going to be all rewired with big single turbo. And it's going, to, it's going to be heavy. I don't know how the hell I'm going to drive it because I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to. But the other ones even scare me even more. Well, the thing is, 1,500 to the wheel, first of all, you're not going to be heavy. Yeah, you're not going to be able to fucking keep the, the tires no, down. You no, know what I'm saying? I've, I've got to go to small. I've got a 21 on there now with 355 in the back, but I'm going to have to go, I think, to an 18 and go to a Hoosier, which is going to, I'm not going to be able to really maneuver the way I want to, but it'll be a fucking killer on the straight line. But yeah, the, the Nismo, the 34, yeah. that's going to be my. That's, the, that's, that's the, gonna be like Drifter, that's gonna be my fun act. Oh, that's the Mona I've Lisa. I've always wanted that car. Yeah. So funny enough, I'm getting this car, I've been looking forever. I'm like, fuck man, the price of these things. Are oh no, bro. Real, what the fuck these things cost. And when everything right now in the car market's kind of dropped down, yeah. like even cars like, if you're paying 200 over for a Cullinan, 150 yeah. over for a G-Wagon, exactly. 150 over for a Urus, all these new cars. R34, yeah. going up, uh, up Always up. going up. Be a half million, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Be exactly. Like, when I get this car down, it'll probably be worth 800. When I get it all said and done, and Arizona plate and the whole thing, because now they're starting to they're starting to come in. But when I get this thing done, it's going to be so fucking mint. But nonetheless, it's a car that I always wanted. So I found this guy, my boy Mark Wang, up in Seattle. And I saw this car, I'm like, fuck me, that thing looked mint. So I, I sent a message on, I sent him a DM, I said, hey bro, 
what do you got in there? He goes, oh, I did a little bit this and that. It's got the 28 engine in it. And then he goes, I got about, I got, it's got 38,000 miles. I go, what the fuck? Damn. A 99's got 38,000 miles? That's crazy, man. That's this thing's mint. Yeah. No, I saw the he, picture. I saw the paint correction. Yeah, I go, no shit. I said, you know, because he put out there, and a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, good luck getting that number. Da, da, da. <laughs> and he goes, he said, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll, I'll call you when I get it. So I call this fucking guy. He runs me through the whole thing of what's going on. I built it all himself, smart guy. And I said, all right, give me the night to sleep on. Let me fucking sleep on. That's a lot of bread. So I fucking wake up, and it's my anniversary the next day, and my wife, we're going we're gonna to go out, and uh, I call this guy. He's like, ah, fuck, man, I'm sorry, I sold it. What the fuck are you talking about? You sold it. I just talked to you last night, right? So I'm fucking pissed. I'm, I'm so mad now. Like the one thing I wanted, I balked on and, you know, I wasn't going to really buy anything. And, you know, we had a great year live. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to find one of these things. I'm going to get it. And the one best one I could find in the entire, from like Wichita to the coast, yeah. best one I can find is now gone. So we're getting ready to go out and having a fucking tequila and I'm, I'm fucking pissed. My wife knows it too. So she comes over. She's like, I got something for you. I got a video for you. And I go, what the f so it's this guy. He says, hey, Pat's Mark, you know, sorry he had to trick you, that, da, da. Your oh, wife, man, your wife dude. bought the car for you. It's on its, I just put oh, it on the truck. It'll man. be there in a week. Your wife's the goat, bro. That's Fuck. fucking amazing, so bro. So she bought this for me. She was, I know you wanted it. And I, you know, sorry I had to do it, but I had to get you somehow. I had to fucking. That's amazing. That's the best, that's the best, like. It was unbelievable. So you, you drive down, you drive down my street. You got to go down like two miles to get this light. And I'm not shitting you, bro. I'm getting down. It's a fucking straight line. From here to those far trees, I can see the two goddamn taillights hanging out of the fucking truck. Oh, and wow. I'm driving. I can't get there fast enough. I can't get there fast enough. And that's, I don't know if you saw it. So I did a video coming out of, I got the first time I drove my boys video it. And, and you can fucking hear it. And everyone's like, oh, sounds right. Is right. I go, this thing is unbelievable. <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm driving this at home. I, I cannot fucking believe I am actually in this and it is mine. And it's funny because no golfers, like you know, some. Ricky's got one. Ricky's got a. Ricky's got a blue right hand. He because I've been asking him forever. Fowler's got one. He's got a right hand blue. I've been asking him forever if he knew of someone else that had one or could get one. I never knew that. And that's my dog. Ricky's oh, my he's, boy. Oh, he's all about fucking. He's all about Skyline. All about. Damn, that's the crazy. 34. I gotta he post an old pick of my car. He loves that 34. Yeah, so that's one thing we kind of had in common. We talked about that. Did and, Allison buy it? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm kidding. But Ricky's big time into that 34. He loves that thing. He's car guy, though, too, which is awesome. So yeah. we're trying to change, you know, the stigma, man. You think that these <laughs> motherfuckers are doing some corny shit, but we're talking about vintage JDM. That is real, real shit, pure shit. Not no clown shit that you can just go to a store. You, can know, no. you can't go anywhere and just go buy one. No, you can't find this car. And even on top of that, with 38,000 miles, unheard of. Yeah, it is mint. And when I get this thing done, I'll send you a picture. When I get this thing, it's supposed to be done. The 35 is going to be done, I think, next week. I should get the 34. He's had them all summer. I should get them done by the end of uh, probably next month. I, just, I mean, I cannot wait. Well, I got to I cannot are you, wait. You, where, like, where do you live? Scottsdale. Oh, that's not yeah. yeah, right there. So George was just there this last week on the yeah. 16th. He just had a show in Phoenix. Oh, no shit. And I was going to go to him. Yeah, but I had, I had my kids, so I couldn't. I didn't even know he had a show. So he had a show. was there. Yeah, he had a show on the 16th in Phoenix. He was like, let's go play TPC Scottsdale. Let's go. Let's do it. Fuck, you guys should have come out to Silverleaf. No, I didn't fucking know. Well, man. next time. Well, next time. You got to invite any time to come to Silverleaf. Now. Definitely. So wrapping up now, got to go back to golf and ask you, what's your favorite course to play in the world? Oh, that is a damn good question. You know, probably Riviera is one of my favorite all time anyway. It was always my, you know. 
I hate Riviera. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love it. I God fucking love bunkers, bro. <laughs> I love Riv. I think it's one of the most all-time courses. Um, it's a shame I'm not going to be able to play there anymore. But, uh, you know, everyone says Augusta. And Augusta is amazing. Don't get me wrong. It is right. world-class. Uh, but Riv, for me, was always, I guess, just growing up in San Diego, you know, growing up at Torrey Pines. And, right. you know, Torrey was great. And I don't think, I think they kind of ruined it anyway. But, um, you know, Torrey's still, you know, in no, my heart. Amazing. But Riv is just incredible. Um, Favorite yeah. hole at Riv? Not 10. Yeah, Definitely 10. not 10. Jesus it used to be. Um, I think 18 is one of the most iconic, you know. Yeah. It was more, especially from the second shot, necessarily the drive. When you get there and you got the clubhouse up there, everybody kind of sitting up there, it's just unbelievable. But I like, I like every hole. There's not a hole out there I don't like. I think it's, uh, it's just so unbelievable. And plus you bring L.A. and everybody together. I think it's just it's probably my favorite one. I had a funny story, I think. I had broken 80 for the first time, and I put it 26 times. So it was like a really, oh, that's, that's like a really good round, really right? Good. Yeah. So I was talking shit, and uh, I didn't use my, my wedge. That's another reason why. So I'm putting from the rough and everything else. <laughs> and so um, you know, so some would be a one putt, zero putt, whatever. And so I said something on the show, and it went viral. And then everyone started hating, talking shit. And I was like, I never three putt. So I had three putt and fucking whatever, boom, whatever. <laughs> so I go to Riviera, first time playing. You can three putt all day there. Jesus all Christ, day. Dude. Holy fuck. Man. Every hole you can To the point where my boy finally mark. said, my boy, my, funny thing, his name is Mark. My boy Mark was like, hey, just pick up the ball, bro. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he goes, I'm not being a dick. I'm just, <laughs> just, just pick just, it up. Just pick up the ball. And I was like. Bro, let's get those greens like concrete. And they are fucking like, it is. But I'm talking about the way I hit a ball on 11. And um, when the ball landed, I was like, all right, cool. You know, shit, I'm on the green. Fuck. Yeah. And we got to the fucking car, but the bitch rolled 40 yeah. fucking feet down. And I was like. Fuck this course, man. No, it, 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 is, it is challenging, but I, I mean, I love that place. I, I think it's just phenomenal. I just think it's phenomenal. Well, bro, man, I I'm really- I'm glad you're in the game, though. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm fully obsessed. Like, I'm tell you the truth. We're gonna get out and play. You yeah. guys can... I don't care about cars. I don't care about, I mean, I do, <laughs> but it does, like, it's just not, like, I'm just, man, you know, like, hitting my first shot at, at George's tournament, and then he's like, hey, bro, I think something's there. And then, like, you know, the, the support system, the people embracing it, and what I'm doing now and there, and I was like, look, and then I seen, you know, Khaled, like, yo, bro, he's obsessed, and like, there's nothing like hitting it pure, you know? But I mean, you the thing is, you know, and I say this to everybody, you know, my, I'm never off the game, because when everybody gets done what they're doing, they want to play golf, yeah. sports, but I said, especially in your kind of business, everybody plays golf now. It's the thing to do. Oh, Because what are we gonna do? We're gonna go play softball, and we're <laughs> gonna go do a, we're gonna have a pickup game down in Venice? No. We're gonna play golf. Everybody yeah. plays golf. There's golf tournaments. Everybody does this shit now. It's that's what's so cool about it. it. Brings everybody together. You can do it for a great cause. You can do it just to go out and, and get smashed. Whatever you want. It's what everybody's doing now, which is so cool. That's what's so good about the game. And golf will never go anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. No matter who tries to bring it down, it's not happening. Nah, it's not going nowhere. It's not going anywhere. Well, guys, the legend himself. R34 King now too. Pat Perez, Pat, thank you so much for coming Thanks, out. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yo, yo. So I hope you enjoyed that hard hitting heat with my dude, Pat Perez. The takeover is in a physect. Okay. We're about to hit y'all twice a week. And man, that rebrand is coming. All right, y'all. Much love. And again, happy Turkey Day. Thank you.